in the fight world, the goal is to either become a black belt or a champion. And only 1% ever reached that goal. This amazing show is going to be all about those fantastic men and women who've stayed focused to accomplish their dreams. And today we're going to share our stories of struggle, our victories, defeats, and even injuries and how we stuck it out. New Hope Regeneration presents Inside the Fight. Your new strawweight champion in convincing victory fashion. Jamie, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Uh, one of the things I think that is exploding, I don't think we know is exploding, is women in combat sports. But people don't realize that this has actually been going on for a lot longer than just the last couple of years. Um, why don't you share with me kind of how you got into the world of combat sports? And we're just going to talk all things about your journey and your story because you have one of the most amazing stories that I've ever heard. So let's start with how did you get into MMA and jiu-jitsu yeah so I actually of all things just I had no idea I had an interest in martial arts um, I went to a friend who was a friend's class who was teaching kickboxing and I really just went out of moral support <laughs> and um, but I mean I've been an athlete my whole life so I figured I'm, I'm sure I'll get a workout out of it if anything and I realized I that I loved it and I never stopped training after that day now, what's so fascinating to me is that oftentimes when we start in the combat sports, you know, whatever genre that is, we oftentimes, you know, go for fitness or as you just said, you want to just go help a friend out. Tr making that transition to going to some kickboxing classes to then actually really wanting to get in the ring and do stuff for real, what spurs you to go that direction? And, and especially, you know, 10 or 12 years ago or how, how long ago did you actually get into it? Oh, it's been... Roughly 15 years okay, so, or more. Yeah. So 15 years ago, <laughs> yes. women in especially high-level fight sports was, was not super common. So what took you from, I want to hit some bags, I want to work some pads, to actually wanting to step in the ring? Honestly, it was more than that for me. Um, like I said, I've been an athlete my whole life. So once I, I found this new passion, um, that competitive drive kicked in immediately, and I've just always had that determination um, in my blood, really, of just, like, I have to be the best. I want to compete and just to see how far I can take it. So, honestly, I, like, once I started training that day, I'm like, yeah. all right, this is it for me, and I just... It was like a whole You were new, hooked? Yeah, I was hooked. Yeah, yes. that, that was it after that. So in your training, uh, for anybody who's trained, we, we all know we go through big ups and downs. We have life that, you know, comes in, into play. For you, what were some of the things that allowed you to stay focused and committed to your training? And what we're going to get to in a second before we answer that, though, is you actually have some pretty amazing titles that you've won, and we're going to yes. share all of that with you here in a minute. But when you when you made that transition, um, stepping in the ring with someone and actually Actually fighting with someone the first time versus just sparring what was that decision or what was the feeling that gave you the bravery to, to mm -hmm. be able to do that because there's a lot of people sure. that train there's a lot of amazing programs you can go in and hit bags and pads mm -hmm. but you are not necessarily sparring or fighting against other people for you personally yes. what was that transition like for me I I just wanted to have a purpose in you know finding this new passion something that I love that I wanted to you know, eventually leave, leave a legacy behind and, and make a name for myself and really to give, you know, women and young girls a chance to, um, to level up in that way if that's something they want to do. I, I find that in the world of uh, martial arts or fighting in particular, um, I find that back then women were just 
sort of afraid to take that next step because you weren't yeah. taken seriously. You weren't really, it, it was it was hard to make a name for yourself and really even hard to uh, get fights back then. So right. for me, it was just a way to really challenge myself, step out of my comfort zone and to kind of just, you know, be a good example for other people and to, yeah, just to push myself. And I, I love that. But you're working with other women and being a role model for other women. And we keep yes. talking about empowerment, personal, whether you're male or female. Mm -hmm. On the women's side, what gets you really excited about showing other women what's possible in the fight world? I, I think it's just something that women aren't seen as that. I'm somebody who wants to sort of challenge that sort of showing people that it is possible, that we right. do have a, a place in this space and we are great fighters and not just good. I'm not just like a, I can't fight well for a girl. Like I can fight good for anybody. I put a lot of the, the guys to work as well. So it's like, you know, oh I just, I want us to have a space here, be taken seriously and to just be the best version of ourselves I, as possible. I, I love everything that you just said so much. And, and something that I want the audience to know and, and some of the motivation that you've shared with me is that you know your experience uh, being a, a domestic violence, a domestic yes. violence survivor um, really is something that I just, I have uh, God bumps right now yeah, th thinking that. about your, your story and, yeah. and your journey. So can you just you know briefly share with us um, you know how that's been some motivation for you to be a, mm -hmm. a great example to other women in, uh, within sure. the, the fight world. Yeah. I think it's important for um, anyone who's experienced domestic violence to um, to not be defined by what they've gone through, to be defined by their trauma or, or hardships um, surrounding that. And that something I always tell people is that I wanted to be more than just a survivor. I wanted to be more than what I had, had been through because to me, I see it as just a very small piece to the rest of my life and, and what I can do to help other people and to help them elevate and to use their struggles as power yeah. and a way to be a voice for others if they choose. If not, that's also fine. Right. But I think it's really important to not be defined by that and to just, you know, it, it's okay to, um, you know, to just accept it. Um, you know, in order and, and to move on, yeah, right? to move forward. And, and mm -hmm. I know we, we work with a lot of trauma uh, clients uh, within our other business that, that mm -hmm. we do. And, and one of the things that I've noticed is that people can get stuck. And, and what I love most about this picture that's scrolling by us right now <laughs> is that uh, as we come to an end this episode, why don't you tell me about all of those journeys leading up to this belt that you're holding yeah, right here? Yes, so that was such a beautiful moment. And I tell people that my that win for me was so much more than, you know, just having a belt, something you can hold and take home. It was just more about the leading up to that, which validated just that knockout punch at the end. Right. So it was, you know, being a survivor of domestic violence, I was still, even then while I was training for this fight, experiencing all those things, it was still very much alive in my life. Even though I had um, essentially escaped my abuser, um, I went on, my daughter and I lived in a domestic violence safe haven for women and children for four months. And while I was there was when I started to say, okay, I'm gonna start you know, doing things for myself, taking my life back and rewriting my story on my terms. Yeah. And so I just you know, started to remember like, okay, she's still in there. I need right. to like just remember who I was. And I found my way back through martial arts and training. And um, about a year after we transitioned out of the shelter, I, I, almost to the day, I, I won that title. So you know, traveled to California. I was only one and oh at the time because I had taken so much time off from fighting right. because of my situation. And, but I just, like I said, she was still in there and I could feel her, this, you know, this power inside me. And I just, 
I was like a nobody. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they're like, who is this girl? It was like clear I was brought in right. to lose yeah. that fight. But listen, I I knew my potential, and I was sort of like my my like best kept secret, my yeah. own like little weapon. And yeah. so yeah, in the fourth round, I knocked her out, and she was a five and zero like UFC prospect at the time. Right. And uh, I was I ruined her night. For those of you that have not seen this fantastic knockout, I want you to check this clip out right now. But right now, people are just anticipating something is going to happen between these two. They've just been trying to end it. Well, it's good as strikers are there. Overhead right! Catches Taylor, and it's over! And sent into the nether realm. Yes. So, um, just, uh, Jamie, your story is incredible. Your Thank your you. leadership, what you're showing is possible to all fighters, not just women, but but men as well. Um, it is just an example that we're so grateful that we get to be part of. Uh, and just thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey. Thank you so much for having me. Make sure to subscribe and follow on whatever platform you're on so you can catch the next amazing fighter. And we'll see you next time on Inside the Fight.